Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Naya and this is In the Minds of Others. I have someone very special to share with y'all. His name is Hart Morse and I'm really excited that you guys are able to listen in on this conversation. We actually recorded this on May 30th on a Saturday around 9am and so it's been a while but I thought it was really important to just take a moment to pause and really reflect, listen, educate myself on everything that's just been going on, um, as well as just take the time to edit this podcast because I apologize even with editing. It's still almost an hour and 30 minutes and I'm just still learning how to navigate conversations and lead them for this podcast. So yeah, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the episode. Let me know what you think and until next week. Hello. Hello. Yay. It worked. It totally worked. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you and hear about how you've been doing. Um, you know, you're my first Woo! guest, which I'm so appreciative oh of, of um, to kick of off course. the podcast. I think it's really important to just create during this time, but also, um, you know, in light of everything that's been happening some positive news mm. would just be a really refreshing thing to hear every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I completely um, agree. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, as you may or may not know, May, we're kind of coming up to the last few days of May, but yeah. it is uh, Mental Health Awareness, Awareness Month. And yes. so, I think there's also no better time to just you know start something like this during a month that means or has become to mean a lot to me now yeah same um and also probably to a lot more people Mm. um because of Mm COVID-19 uh preserve your space your mental head space is super important so yeah I just wanted to ask you know um just as everyone else has been asking each other how have you been um, you know, during this unsettling time, how do you make time for yourself? Yeah. Um, that's, that's such a loaded question because, mm-hmm. you know, I think I used to like a lot of people answer that with, I think we're conditioned to answer that with like, Oh, how are you? How have you been? Oh, I'm good. How are you? You know, we don't really time to actually think about that question. So ever since, you know, for the past two months, and especially during COVID, I am trying to answer that honestly, um, even if it's not the answer that I think is like polite, or, uh, you know, what I think people actually want to hear. So um, let me see, how am I doing? I'm, I'm doing okay today. I am. I, you know, last week was kind of rough for me. This week has been okay and fine. Um, and, but I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, I also kind of find when you, when I have been answering that, honestly, that it kind of gives other people permission to realize that it's okay not to be okay. Um, so, (sighs) sorry, I always have to remind myself to breathe because I often find times that I'm like holding my breath. No, I love that during emotional times so it's always yeah yeah I just yeah 
Yeah, taking a deep. You breath just forget to breathe sometimes too. Like totally. if you're just going off and t- you can forget to breathe because you're trying to just you know really pour everything out all in one breath mm. and keep going. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. just like a moment of pause, you know. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish a lot of people had that, especially during mm-hmm. COVID, and because it's been it's been a roller coaster, dude. I like after talking to you yesterday. I know I mentioned I was like you know, we haven't gone through a pandemic in a hundred years, but legitimately I looked it up like 1918 was the last, I think it was like the Spanish flu or some, some <laughs> flu pandemic. That's bit, that was literally a hundred years ago. So it's like, how do we yeah. expect to like know how to respond, you know? hundred years old, you know, and have some good advice to give. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing okay. I've, I've, the, the pandemic has, has been kind of triggering a little bit um, for me. I've, I do suffer from um, clinical depression and anxiety. And so there's been times where I do find myself lashing out at the people closest to me. Um, and that is my way of unhealthily coping with it. Um, I tend to project a lot, but I think it's good that I recognize that. Right. For sure. Um, it's hard already to recognize that for a lot of people and to be very mindful of it, which it seems like you very much are. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's something that I'm, that's I'm huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, man, mental health is like, mm, it's hard. I don't know. It's, it, it is. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big thing. I, I will say though, I don't think everyone deals. I know we all don't deal with this, the things the same way. Um, some people are having a harder time with this than others. Yes. Um, Agreed. You know, I think you and I are very blessed and I know we're both very grateful to have families who support us and, but some people aren't. And so I know that adds stressors that, you know, can be a little bit harder, but yep, yeah. So that's also kind of why I really wanted to be able to share conversations like this. Yeah. Um, because I think in my life, at least I feel so incredibly, you know, blessed and thankful people that I am surrounded by near and or far And I have the best conversations that I just wish so badly I can remember. Yeah. Can relay, you know, whatever advice or, you know, whatever, you know, something you had said to me or I had even said because you had asked me um, to another person. And I really can't because it's so hard to, Mm. to repeat that. And I may not remember it word for word and it right. may not come out the way I wanted to. And so being able to do you and we're always talking about philosophy, you know, at work, we would yeah. always even do my, you know, Buddhist philosophy homework. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was it was awesome, you know. Yeah. And it's really helped me through a lot. You know, you open uh, my eyes to a lot of things and I'm really people in my life that can do that for me um push me to grow inspire me you know every day 
Um, so, you know, to be able to share that almost is like a gift. And, you know, you're such a gift in my life. And I'm so grateful Aww. that we had met this past year. Oh, my gosh. Um, I yeah, I love you. You know, spreading that and understanding, like, I've been sharing for the longest time about my mental and although yes while we handle things differently it's really helpful I think at least it is for me to hear how other people deal with it so that you can adopt something that you may be able to use and really adapt and change you know we're always evolving we're being shaped by the people around us whether you know them or not and it's important I think to also have conversations listen in on them and um, I really wanted to put up this part and be that kind of conversation rather than putting up something and being a one-way street. You yeah. Know? Well, I think it's interesting to think too, if we, if COVID was not occurring right now, you wouldn't have this podcast, you know, no, it's like, does, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, but through this podcast, you can also reach other people and people who are suffering or people who need advice or even people who just want to listen and be like, huh, that's thought provoking. That's interesting. We'll listen, you know, and can listen to this and other podcasts that would not have been created if, if we weren't going through this tragedy. So sure. I mean, it's like life finds a way, right? Isn't that what they say? It's like always through hindsight is 2020. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you're doing this because (laughs) I can't wait to hear what other people have to say and I know I'm excited for all my future guests. Yeah, um, me too. It's a good... It'll give me something to look forward to and be able to catch up with people I've been meaning to catch up. Yes. And that's, I think, a great excuse for, especially during this time. It's nice to be mm-hmm. able to see how people are doing and check in with people. Right. You know? Yeah. And I really just want to emphasize too, you know, with it being Mental Health Awareness Month and the topics on mental health. I really want to make a point that you don't have to be, um, I, I guess I would say, like, diagnosed with something, Yep. this known condition, yep. to really feel like you can take part in that kind of conversation. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, whether or not you are in a good headspace or not, always should be something that's a priority you know that should be something that's incorporated in self-care yeah all the time yeah I Um, agree I agree as a practice yeah I do think it's interesting I'm I'm actually curious how it is for your parents but I know for my parents and a lot of my friends parents and the older generation it was almost like yes okay going to the gym has been important for like self-care and you know let's say exercising for centuries um and (laughs) spiritually obviously like that spiritual connection and working on on you know your spiritual life that's also self-care but I feel like mental health and um being able to admit that you know talk about your feelings openly and even just being able to admit like I'm sad and there may not be a reason or you know, I feel like that is is kind of foreign for my parents, at least. I think the whole mental health yeah. thing was kind of like a hush-hush thing. And I would probably, I would like to argue for our parents' generation. So I'm curious to see how your parents deal with it. But I know for mm-hmm. me, like, when I was a kid or going through high school, you know, I 
my parents had me in therapy and my parents would put my sister in therapy and I would openly talk about it with my friends. But there were a few times I remember my parents being like, shh, like heart, that's embarrassing. Like, don't talk about that. And, you know, I don't know if they felt like it brought shame upon them or if they felt like they weren't doing a good job, but I feel like that generation was just not mentally woke in a way. (laughs) And now I feel like with... Uh, there's so much things that like the millennials and the generation after that, it's like, you know, being woke and being mindful and like meditating, even when you're a Christian, you know, like if like following Eastern philosophies, even when you're a Western person has become like the norm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, I totally agree with you. I think it's gone beyond now the fitness industry and now you meditative practices coming in you know like a lot of that is being incorporated even into the workout um you know with just yoga becoming a bigger thing to go to soul cycle i found quite meditative you know Mm. even if it's a spin class i do really talk a lot about spiritual i hate spin, um, but that yes yes i completely agree soul cycle is like i mean it's called soul cycle for a reason you know right right. (laughs) soul yeah um is a lot of awareness now that it truly is more than just how you look physically um to be a presentation of how you really are I think there is this more holistic approach and I actually love the account that you had um recommended me to follow on Instagram at the holistic psychologist oh my god she's Um, amazing right yeah amazing I took a look out of her at her page and I can't has a little over two million followers but it's stuff like that you know like two a lot of people and it's it just gives me a lot of hope that yeah that's the direction that we're going that's a good point like you said even though it's not that many years apart there's a lot of rapid change that i think that we've made um that could be considered really good yeah, you know yeah there's a lot of denial a lot of guilt a lot of shame especially on the parent side of things raising a child during this time um or at least within like the past 20 something years there's been a lot of shift um happening towards the whole mental health uh aspect of yeah just you know living your life and totally a lot of it you know for me as well the sharing aspect has been so helpful for me and to other people just through opening up and that brings a lot of fear yeah in them um so I can totally relate to you on on that um my blog for the longest time I'm not even gonna lie we would argue over you know I and I know that there's been some problems that have come up in the past from just things I've said that they've, you know, relayed concerns over. Um, With you and your parents? Yes. And okay, yeah. I would actually, you know, and you know, especially with Asian culture, like you really just don't stand your ground at all with your parents. Yeah, That's so incredibly. Mom, right? It's just 
the elderly, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, not that yeah. I'm calling my parents old, but they are my parents, and there's right. a huge respect factor that plays a role right in our relationship and for me to basically straight up deny and shut down everything they've said in of my well-being I yeah. kind of did a 180 and told them I think I know better for myself what's best <clears throat> for my and mm. I found a lot of solace in posting this I get a huge amount of feedback from my friends from people I don't even really know very well on social Mm -hmm. media over the phone on text saying I really love that or I really appreciate you saying this or I'm very open you are because I can somehow relate and that already I think taking a step forward in that process you know being able to maintain or build and connect relate with um, other people and building those relationships I love I love that you just said that because I think I I know for me and my past um you know healing process and struggles and um and a lot of steps with um addiction recovery and such do have to like the the final steps are always you know you your healing really starts to wrap up when you start helping other people heal so the fact Mm -hmm. that you're able to talk and to reach other people that does amazing things for you but also it's amazing because we're all connected on this earth you know it's it's collective consciousness we are literally all connected i believe and so what else are you here for on this earth to do, but to help other people, you know, it's like, I mean, I, we, we come into this world by ourselves alone and we leave alone by ourselves. But I think while we're here, connection is the, is honestly the most important thing. Um, I also think, you know, it's interesting that your parents has, have expressed concern over some of the things that you post. And, you know, it's probably because it makes them feel uncomfortable, but there's also a point in our lives that we start that our parents have been our teachers since we were little, you know, since we came into the world. But I think there's a point where you hit a certain age and you're having your own experiences that you start to teach them. And I think it kind of scares them. But mm. I also think in hindsight, when they leave this world, they'll be like, wow, I learned a lot from my daughter. And that's beautiful, I think. Yeah, I think it comes full circle. Yeah, of course. It's a circle of life. Circle of life. Right. As my dad always says, learning is... It's Mm, been the motto for his Montessori for the longest time. And, you know, you truly do. And it's very humbling that, yes, you do learn forever. It's not just school and your job. Um, you could be 80 and to even just accept the fact that you don't know everything yes so you know it's so heavy it's very like wow Um, it's the first step I think in having that open mind and keeping that um, open heart even Mm. to accept the new you know, new knowledge, new yeah. information, yeah. Opinions, new perspectives, because you don't know everything. Um, 
Yeah. I think I always think of this whenever I was listening to um, the Oprah podcast and she had Eckhart Tolle on and she, she always has him on because he's. <laughs> I know, love Eckhart Tolle. We love Eckhart Tolle. We love Eckhart Tolle. I still have that book actually. I'm like literally like 15 pages away from finishing the whole thing um oh my gosh i know i need to i need to wrap it up um and i'll ship it back to you <laughs> no oh my um, um so eckhart says it was about learning it was oh the best way to basically extend one's life is to keep learning if you were in a constant state of change and learning and growth because learning is growth then you stay young and it's not just the whole fact of staying young but you stay young you're able to help others longer you're able to be on this earth longer and it's when we get into that state of um you know rigidity rigidity is that even a word of of not being able to move and of being steadfast and well i know this and i know this and this is how the world is and you're not moving and you're not changing you're not learning that's when you start to deteriorate um which is always in the back of my mind of like, seek out new experiences, seek out knowledge, you know, kind of seek out questions that I have of, you know, things that I think are right, but that I may actually be wrong in. And so talking to other people, like even what you're doing right now, having people on for your podcast, it's like, I'm going to say something now during this that other people could not agree with or have a completely different experience of. So it's, I don't know. I love the world. I just think it's fascinating. Everyone's so different. (laughs) I love the world. I love people. Anyone who knows me, especially, will be able to vouch for that. It's basically all I talk about. (laughs) Um, I, I really liked what you said about, you know, this state of change and almost Mm. like a flow, you know, Mm -hmm. flow is important. Mm. Um, And a question I wanted to ask you is, especially during this time, um, how do you handle your flow during this huge time of change, you know? And I know we talked about preserving yourself and yes, like, I think it's important that you and be able to protect your headspace, but you know, I guess there's that fine line of also being open to the change, um, adapting to the change and, you know, my blog is called Uh and it comes from this idea that we all have coordinates right now like if we wanted to give someone our little we all have this place or a place sorry in this world Uh uh-huh through our lifetime whatever we had done or had gone through in the past has led us to where we are today and that journey won't stop until your very last breath and so not only is it kind of my message of saying everyone belongs you know everyone is Mm. here we are in this present moment should be looking at how far you've come you know even if you've never traveled outside the world before you know your coordinates are part of your story your exact location is a part of you being present you know what are you doing now in your life and during this quarantine period I don't think anyone's really unless you know you have been in one place 
been in one place all your life we're not used to having one place you know yeah and we're so used to having that luxury of stepping outside going somewhere um having things open and meeting with other people and other people having the same coordinates as you you know like the idea that if I'm in a mall there's so many people I don't know but yet we're all kind of in the same place right right so right and we might be you know there for a million different reasons and so our storylines in that essence kind of cross we cross paths almost yes you know um we could be in a movie theater I could be there with my family for a family movie night but another person could be there on a date a first date you know yeah maybe they've been on for five years maybe they're newly married like right a friend's hangout something yeah um and so that's what always has intrigued me you know you said it the best we're all interconnected yeah yeah collective collective consciousness exactly so you know going back to my question dealing with that you know what what does that mean for you you know are you Mm -hmm. fluid in that process are you a little bit you know hesitant in that yeah, I, man, I think there's like a few things I want to say. Um, go for it. I think we are a culture of constant go, go, go. And we, you know, of, we, we look for the, the end of the, of the process. So we're, we're, we're looking for the, what's the return on on investment as opposed to looking at how we are investing. So we're constantly wanting, be it success, be it an outcome for a job, be it an outcome for a relationship. And we don't ever look at like how we are getting there. So even what you just said of like, everyone has a past looking back at where you were and where you are now and seeing how you got there with those steps, not just like, what did I do? But like, wow, all those people that I met, all those things that I met, like, the collective consciousness of everything. It's so fascinating. It actually make, makes my body tingle. It gives me goosebumps because I'm like, it's <laughs> insane. It's crazy how everything is intertwined and interconnected and we just don't even know. Um, and it could be of the littlest things, right? And to be of the littlest not, things. It doesn't, you don't have to be, right. Things. You don't have to be making life-changing decision all the time to have some change in your life. Right, right. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, so like we met at a gym, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird to think that, you know, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm an actor. I need a part-time job. Um, I'll go. Yeah. This gym looks good. Like I, I went there, I've met one person that I liked and was like, okay, cool. Like I can fit with it. And you probably did the same thing of like, all right, let me find a part-time job at a gym that I can work out at. And then now we're, our lives are interwoven, Yes. you know, and it wasn't like a huge decision for us. It was like, uh, I kind of just need a job. So um yeah that's crazy to think it's cool to think um so i think that's interesting the the thing is is while we may be looking towards you know the end results and constantly pursuing a dream or pursuing a thought or an idea i think this pandemic has made me and i think it makes a lot of people slow down and find your stillness and the constant go, go, go has put to a complete stop for us and for the world. And that is uncomfortable for people. 
Yeah. And people don't like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's, we're opening in society and we've been <clears throat> almost yep. conditioned to do that. You know, work harder, yes. you get yes. more out of it. Like you said, the return on yep. investment and then in return, you know, the utility of what you're doing. Everyone's yes. always trying to do something that's meaningful. They want to get a job that they love. They yes. study something they love. It's always about, you know, yes. what you'll get out of it. And is it for you? Um, yes. And so, yeah, I think we not only are set out to do, but at the pace that we were going, yep, it's almost like that constant go, go, go is because in some ways I, I do like to think that we are also told like <clears throat> it is never enough, you know, and yeah, yeah, and that starts to project onto other areas <laughs> in our life, you know, you're not doing. Yes not enough Um, I am not good enough have enough you know yes and it just becomes this wildfire of other like of things that just bleeds into your relationships your relationship with yourself your perspective on things like on just life your relationship with other people your relationship with your parents with your family with your friends and so to stop that flow you know that flow of change that I'm I mentioned like your your we're now in this place where that streamline has been initially just really cut off like yeah ever since this all started and yes we can't get that back and i feel that a lot of people feel that their hands are tied um yeah definitely and i think it creates a sense of chaos especially in our capitalist you know <laughs> yeah it, society where like you said it's like we are told and we are conditioned to like what can you do that's better what can you get that's better like you're not good enough keep going keep going which honestly I will say there's a a part of me that's like that's okay there's a part that is good because we are striving for more which I think we all should however it's so also just uh, so not healthy and so like like I not healthy at all and you know I think of this planet and this world and I'm like dude what like who cares if I you know don't get an Oscar by the time I'm 32 or 34 I'm like there are are people in India who I mean you know I I don't even like to there there are people who are who are dying because their skin color is a different color than yes you know there are people in India who can't feed themselves and who are so happy to just get a scrap of food and I'm like what? And at the same time, I'm making myself feel bad. I'm literally giving myself thoughts, which then affects my feelings and make myself feel bad because I'm not changing as quickly as I want to. And is because I'm not a, a, attaining those things as fast, as fast as I want to. So us slowing down because of this pandemic is honestly a gift. And I, it's so scary and none of us like it and it's uncomfortable, but because it's uncomfortable, I think it's probably a, it's a green flag. You know, they always say like, if you feel the red flag run, but it's like, in this case, the red flag of, un- of uncomfortability, uncomfortability of, of discomfort is a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, I do have to remind myself to find stillness and to slow down. Um, I, some of the things that I do just because I think it, it will help other people is, um, showing yourself some self care and some self love. And so I 
have been doing probably a face mask every other day, if not every day. Um, just because what the hell, why not? I love that. Um, <laughs> treat it, yourself. It, it makes me feel better. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Treat, treat, treat yourself. Um, I, you know, make myself honestly, probably three cups of tea a day. I'll, uh, the, the most important one for me though, is in the morning. So when I wake up in the morning, if I'm feeling anxious, even about the state of the world, I know that I can go to my cup of tea. I can hold it, feel that heat in my hands and sit there and just breathe and just be with myself. And if that means being my, with myself with those uncomfortable feelings, that is okay. You know, you're great. It doesn't mean I need to. <laughs> you're to, to, so yeah, great. Well, like, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you don't need to find solutions for yeah. those things. And I think that's the scary thing is because we're always told what's your solution what's your solution and we may not have one um what was your initial question how do i deal yeah, with change just like I with just the flow sure of change preserving that. yourself um especially during mm. this time of huge change do you kind of you know keep yourself in that closed bubble to protect yourself from everything outside you know there's a lot of bad news yeah. out there that we're hearing day after day it's always about the coronavirus it's yeah. always about you yep. know something yep. negative and and at the yep. same time like i think it's also important to you know head on exactly what's happening and be you yes. know a little bit woke like you said on the yeah. on the world and what everyone's going through being mindful yeah. about anyone's and everyone's situation and how this may hit them or affect them differently I think it already is a luxury to be able to say you know during this time we have time to be still be with ourselves yeah. not everyone yeah. can do that right now even so yes yeah that like how do point. you find almost that balance between the two yeah. changing and going with the flow of change and adapting to this but also yeah. you know sticking to your routine do you you know make tea do you do a face mask read a book yeah yeah well so great question because there is a it's just like life there's a duality in that answer because and I guess it kind of comes full circle it's like your blog longitude and latitude you know y-axis x-axis it's like it's the North Pole, it's the South Pole. It, you know, initially when COVID was starting to happen, I would wake up to CNN news. You know, I wanted to be informed. I wanted to, I'm, I'm, I have a, a burning heart, like a fiery heart. So I get very, very, very passionate about things, um, yes. which can be an amazing thing. And I think we need that in this world, especially right now. However, I did start to find that the news and social media started to affect my emotional health and my well-being. And it really started to affect my thoughts, which then affected my feelings and my emotions. Um, and so I decided to take that step away. And that's how I made that change of I limited the amount of social media that I was intaking and I hopped off of it for a week to see how I felt. And it was an instant change in me. I mean, yeah. I felt... I didn't feel pressure to put out. I didn't feel, I didn't have any thoughts of like, well, I'm not good enough. You know, this per person is still booking this show, even though I don't know how they got that audition because, you know, production is shut down. And so now I feel like a piece of crap. And like, yeah. it's like those things were, I, 
I took myself out of that situation and I have found by removing myself from that, that I am able to be more creative and create more of the things that I care about, which then make me feel, you know, successful and, and it's opening up doors that I didn't think were going to open. You know, now I'm able to like, I'm, we have a meeting to pitch a pilot that we've been working on with a company that is hopefully going to then pitch that to a network. So it's like, it's amazing how taking care of yourself. I found self-care can actually open up doors and it's very healthy. Um, It is. It really is. Yeah. When you take time for yourself and Eckhart Tolle and Oprah say this all the time, being present, I think when you are present in that moment and you know exactly where you are, Mm, mm -hmm. you're able to see a little bit more clearly even of those opportunities that are presented to you, that are, you know, in your path, um, within your line of sight. You just think and see clearer and that is, you know, that is everything. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're doing so amazing already. Like, even when we started, you were like, I, I needed, I need to breathe. Yeah. Um, and those moments of pause to just recollect and reconvene with yourself, touch base with yourself. And yeah. then to acknowledge even, I love the fact that you said to my question, like, I'm okay today. Yeah. You take it one step at a time. Totally. You don't, you don't, um, you know, carry those emotions from what yesterday and last week and bundle it up into saying, I'm okay. And that could mean half and half, like, I'm great. I'm doing awful. Totally. That was such an honest answer of you to just say, and even say aloud to me today, like, this is how I am today. Today is a good day. Today is you know, whatever. Yeah. And I admire that so much because. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Like really just even now, I think it's such great, like, you know, such a great practice to, to incorporate into your life of just taking it one day at a time, you know, Mm. I think a lot of fear that's being driven into people's lives now is, the big you know question mark of what's happening to our future yes where are we gonna be after the summer what does our summer even look like it's uncertainty very much of uncertainty and that's because they're looking so far ahead you know yes yes and it will honestly help by taking it one day at a time as you know tormenting that may sound because again we're not used to slowing ourselves down to just one day at a time we're used to thinking weeks ahead planning months ahead that it may feel a little bit too slow it may feel like it's not enough yeah right yeah so and I do have yeah. to, I do want to say because I think it's important for everyone to hear that you just said the importance of like of slowing down and being in the now how i align with that the best way for me to do that besides honestly number one i i do what i did at the beginning of the conversation is just like telling myself 
whoa, hold on. Just like take a breath. I take a deep breath and then I literally just go inward and I ask myself like, and I analyze myself, how am I feeling? Okay. I'm okay right now. You know, I'm okay today. And, or the answer may be like, I don't know what that feeling is. I'm very anxious and that is okay too. Um, The best way for me that I have found and I have discovered, and I know everyone's been doing it, but like no one really does it is gratitude. Um, I have been like, when I wake up in the morning, I try to um, gratitude journal and I literally just write down, try to do at least 10 lines of like, I am grateful. I am grateful for, and this really does make you, view and think of the present moment um because it's everything that you have now it's not like you know what i have in the future it's i am grateful for my family i am grateful for a car i'm grateful that i have health insurance like what some people don't even have that and i'm so blessed to be able to you know have that i'm grateful that i can breathe i'm grateful that i have my limbs and that i can walk i am so grateful that i can like still have my sense of taste and smell because I love smelling things I don't know why I'm a freak I love smelling things <laughs> even if it's bad things or like rotten eggs I will still take a whiff of it um it's just things like that that it's like that and my friend is she had me do I was kind of skeptical of it something called a havings list but uh-huh. instead of like making a list of like these are the things that I want these are my goals you make a list of things that you have and wow. I love that. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. That's like Naya. I might I'm going to try that. Do it today. I'm I'm not kidding. Do it today. I will. It will it changes your perspective. It'll change the way that you think, your thoughts, that which then influences how you feel about yourself and others. And I also found that like doors were opening up for me, man. Like after doing that, it kind of gets into like manifestation, which I don't, you know, I I love talking about that. So we can talk about that another time, but the just knowing what you have and being grateful for that, truly grateful for that. And all the things that you were given, it also opens up doors, you know, for you to help other people. And I don't know, it's a great thing. I think I strongly suggest everyone to do it. If you're ever feeling in a funk, write down a havings list. And I guarantee that your perspective will be switched so yeah you know it is so it is so interesting that you said that because one thing that I wanted to talk to you about that I don't think I mentioned before is um you know goal setting yeah but tailoring that towards you know whether it's something that we want to have in life Mm. or what we need in life Mm. You know, what do you need, right? Mm. And we're always talking about taking what you need, but how do you take what you need if you don't know that yet, right? Yeah. Um, and so that difference between want and need is so hard True. because we all want what we don't have, yes. whether it's a want and or a need. It doesn't matter yes. if we don't have it. Chances are you might just want it, Yes. right? Yep. And, and um, I don't know if you remember but I say this all the time now after hearing it, that um, the Oprah 2020 vision tour that we went to, yeah. she said we can have anything, but not everything. Yes. And that is something I've taken with me since that day. Yes. That's helped me in so many aspects of life, realizing, yes, I can have anything, 
but not everything, especially all at once. Yes. And I will say, yeah, don't we have everything we need? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's like you said, there's a difference between want and need. And some people are probably like, well, no, I don't have that job that I need. But really, it's like, oh, no, you want the job. You know, I think God, I think the universe has provided everything that you need. You like, you know, like literally everything that you need has already been provided and given to you, which is why we are here, which is why we exist. I am, you know, I am because I am like I exist because Mm. I, I recognize that and I have that, that thought, but yeah, that just gave me chills. I actually have my Oprah book with me right now. Um, yeah me too and the thing with setting goals is you know I think goal setting is great but it's okay if they change yes yes and that is I think also some of the biggest lessons I've learned within the past year of my life is I'm such a huge goal setter you know you know that I I plan everything I literally put everything that is to my life in a calendar like an agenda and I go for it you know and I think within just 2020 like we're still really just in May towards end of May and it hasn't been that very long into this year a lot of my goals had to change Um, a lot of my plans to reach those goals have changed and I think if you had, you know, asked me any other year if I'm okay with that, I'd say, no, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I don't know what to do anymore. I just kind of tossed up my hand. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm, you know, rolling with the punches. Like, all right, like, what next? You know, what can't I do? Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. And so I think if you have the Oprah book in front of you, it's so interesting because we went to this thing in January, which I think was so awesome because we had been able to kickstart our year, uh-huh. you know, with this um, little activity we were able to do with her during that day. And it was all about setting our our goal for the year, our what she called wellness quotient for the year. Yeah. Um, and even that's changed for me. And so if you flip oh, to... no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what page? I have it marked. Um, page like 22 and 23. Okay. Oh, gosh. Right? Your wellness uh-huh. quotient uh-huh. is I have here. It right here. Yeah. So for those listening, the wellness quotient is basically a tallied score of some questions. Um, that we answered on a scale of one to four from not me at all to that's me. And uh, basically doing a self-assessment on things like our emotion, learning, work, um, nutrition, and movement. So I guess physical exercise, purpose, and relationships. And um, I don't mind sharing, but I got a 91, which put me on the range of 70 to 104 of you know what wellness can be aim more aim for uh, more aim for Uh more of it sorry and I am nowhere close to the 140 that the scale is maxed at 
knocked oh, out. Same, same girl. So, same. <laughs> yeah, I got a long way to go. I mean, honestly, I I could not even expect more out of myself because I just turned 21. Oh, you're still young. So, you're still young. And there were there were 50, 60, 70 year olds at this uh Oprah conference. So <laughs> we were we may I we don't may feel as bad. <laughs> I kid you not. I think we could have, except for that kid who was dragged by her mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I actually, I was very close to her. I got a ninety-three. Um, and so I'm on. I'm still on that the same skill as you. Was you know you know what wellness can be. You know, aim for it. I will say though, Naya, if we took this test now, to what you were just saying earlier, like change is okay. I would have a completely different score right now, I bet, because of COVID and because of so many things that are stressful. You know? Like Oh, for sure. And I definitely. Well, yeah. I, so I I thought about I doing think that. I should retake this. Yes. After. Yeah. Yeah. You, you in a different color, color pen, pen and see where you are. But yeah. I think this is also kind of a commentary on life in that like we are encouraged to change every like mm-hmm. change is such a every aspect of life goals and goals like oh no don't change you know set it in concrete but really I think it's completely okay and I think it's good to be able to change your goals because our lives change our relationships change our view of ourselves change you know we change as people so why shouldn't our wants our needs our desires and our goals also change Actually, so the notebook that I'm using for my notes for the podcast is what you had given oh, me when I was notebook. working with you over the summer. And yes, and it's the sparkly one that says work in parentheses yeah. out hard and be nice to people. So I was pulling that out from the tote bag that I had put it in with the um, yeah. like the goodie bag we got from this Oprah thing. And I kind of almost took it as a sign like if these like I was looking for this notebook because I know that I haven't yet opened it but then with the notebook I I found our little workbook and I just took a moment to open it up and I read through it and even the first pages first few pages heart it says Uh, yeah you are exactly where you are supposed to be and not only is that her you know Oprah's way of saying you know be present you know be with me right here right now but it also kind of goes back to what I was saying about the blog is you know your coordinates like you were exactly where you are meant to be you know like not only do you have a place here but you were there for a reason right here right now and Mm -hmm. if you are present maybe you will be aware of that purpose and I struggle with that a lot I people you know ask me what I want to do and I still don't know and I internally yeah but I internally try to seek for purpose all the time and I don't know what that is and it doesn't make me feel any more or less of a person knowing but it would be good to know because I think when I finally feel like I found my purpose I will be living a more meaningful life but I kind of think of the alternative now or the alternate because I don't think I need a purpose to live a meaningful life. I think through the strive, uh, the strife of living a meaningful life is when wow. I find my purpose. Does that make sense? Like it's literally 
basically in other words in translation yes. saying it's truly about the journey and not this destination and my destination like I don't start off with my purpose like I think it is yes. very much possible to live life with meaning and to do meaningful things without that set okay, goal you which just is gave why me, I really want to ask you about huge goal chills. like yes 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 to all of that you know <laughs> and that goes back to one of the conversations that we just had of like it's not about the destination of like, what's my purpose? It's about how you get there and the journey to get there. And that maybe that's, maybe that's how we discover our purpose at the end of the life. It's like, wow, all those things that I experienced, that is what my purpose was. That's mm-hmm. what I was meant to do. Yeah. It and is, I'm it's almost a much... okay now to kind of yeah. be like, yeah. I don't need a purpose really. I just, I will take all the little joys in my life. You know, I think you can also serve more than one purpose, right? You know, to my friends, I, you know, my purpose with them is to be there for them, you know, helping hands, a listening ear. Like, I feel a lot of purpose in my relationships with others, but I also feel, you know, a purpose with my family and myself, and, you know, it goes back to the inner, like, I will never keep not saying this or stop saying yes. this, like, the interconnectedness of the world, like, that in of itself should tell you that it's very possible that you could have more than one purpose because we essentially yeah. wow. then yep. live multiple yeah. lives. No, we, listen, this world is too complex for us not to have more than one purpose on the topic of relationships and interconnectedness how do you stay in touch and hold on to those relationships during a time like now you had mentioned you know a break from social media and the news like so important and yet in another way yes it's like our own the only medium we have right now to even connect with each other so I think, oh, yeah, agreed. like, totally. we've never really had to rely like, on social Zoom, media more. Even, even technology more. You know, Zoom Zoom calls and, and FaceTimes. And... Exactly. And yet, ironically, yeah, anyone that is totally. a mental health advocate would say, take a break no, from technology. I, yeah, again, so, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Again, again it's, it's the duality of, like... <laughs> Like what? (laughs) Use it to your advantage, but also recognize when it's starting to affect my thoughts and my feelings and then take a step back. And I don't have to be gun ho about either one. And I'm not gun ho about like use social media. Don't use it. Like I'm not even gun ho about not using it, but I've learned social media is a way for people to show you who they want you to see. And so I don't think everyone's very I don't think everyone is honest on social media. So I think as far as connection goes, yeah, I totally long for the in-person connection. I totally long to be able to be in the same room. Like I wish we were in the same room chatting because it would just be totally different, you know? Yeah. Um, Again, I'm grateful to be able to do this over the phone, but just seeing pictures that people post or videos that people post, it's, I think people have, the need and they feel the need to to show people like well i'm doing okay i'm great i'm successful i'm doing all these things but really i feel like if you stripped that away a lot of people and so 
kind of, I found, gives me an excuse not to check on those people. Like, if I'm scrolling through Instagram, I'm like, oh, they're fine. They're, I've almost seen them in a sense. Therefore, I'm not wondering how they actually are. I'm like, they look fine, you yeah. know, which I yeah. don't like. I really don't like that. Um, I've been kind of going stir crazy at the house, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I've been going out and I find that nature is kind of like, has been my best healer, even just I going on love walks. nature. Yeah, <laughs> dude, going outside. Speaking of, I know that we talked about this yesterday, but the healing of the planet right now is, it, it's so crazy and phenomenal. It's incredible. It's, like, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I love nature, but like seeing it thrive now, I'm like, wow, we are kind of like buttheads for what we've done to this place, you know? It's a huge wake-up call. Um, it's a huge wake-up call. And I think it honestly was meant to be a huge wake-up call. You know, yes. I think the way we have been living our lives, that constant go, go, go. Yep. We have gone through such a rapid change, you know. Like I said, even in the past, within 20 years, you know, not only has it been with just the culture of the world, but, you know, even technologically, right? Yeah. Like, so much has happened that, the natural world, you know, I, I, I'd like to think there are two different times, like real time and then obviously our clocked time. Yes. And mm-hmm. those don't see eye to eye. And I right. think it really not only did we need a pause, but truly like the world just needed literally like a hot second. Need, to be it like, okay, I need a- it needed to take a breath. Yeah, I needed to take a breath. And I also need you guys to realize, like, this lifestyle that you guys have, you know, isn't all that sustainable. Um, At all. Yeah, and, and that applies to many things. You know, it's not mentally healthy. You know, yeah. you can't keep living your life that way. Yeah. Um, obviously, not environmentally friendly. Like, right. there's just a lot of waste, you know. A lot of, we, we consume we are consumers. We consume. Yes. So I think this little break here, you know, like it really puts into perspective. Like I haven't bought in like or bought, sorry, like any new clothes because I don't have to go out anywhere. I'm not going on vacation. I don't need, right. you know, a nice outfit to, right. to you know, post about like right. online, you know. And you're, like, and you're not buying makeup because you don't have to put on that facade. Yes, anymore. I I don't buy makeup. Right. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, while it saved me a lot of money, it's more importantly opened up my eyes and thinking, like, do I do that for myself? Like, do I do all the things for other people? Yes, and we do. It's most likely, like, the answer is going to be I'm doing it for others. For other you know? people. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to look my best. You know, I want to show up in, you know, a new outfit maybe to work yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's crazy. I know it's 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 a blessing. This whole pandemic is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, you know it has really put things into perspective on multiple different levels, and it has given the Earth and the whole planet a chance to breathe and to almost it like nature has Mother Earth has put us in a timeout. That's how I see it. Of like, <laughs> oh my like God. you said, you know, like literally, I say like, that all the time. Like, <laughs> like go. Go to your bedroom and don't come out for a couple months because yeah, think about I mean, what you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> think about what you did, and I like, oh, man, the th- like to be able to see dolphins swimming in like the Venice Canal now. 
which yeah. wasn't able to happen. And like LA, the, you know, the air is cleaning up in LA, which hasn't happened in like 20 years. And it's, it's really nice at the same time we are consumers. And I also think, I don't mean to get political here, but I think the people who are in charge, be it the government, be it head corporations, rely on us and have conditioned and America is conditioned to think as a consumer. And therefore it scares me because I think things will go right back to the way things are. Once we get a vaccine. Yeah. I hope that people are affected and I hope that people think about it, but I also know that people care about their money. And I think that's a big driving force for things as sinful as that is. Um, You know, it's scary, but I guess yeah. that's that's why we're. It's good, a good thing that we're having conversations like this because I really hope that other people hear that and they do think like, how are we consuming and and not being as sustainable as we totally could be and totally should be. Like I know that you love sustainability and you I know, do. I you know do. way more about it than I do, but I'm just passionate about like making sure that we're taking care of the earth and yeah, and that's really what it is. Like I learned that sustainability is not just economical economical it's not um you know all about the environment either it's also social yes um which people forget you know those are almost the three pillars of sustainability and it's a collective effort it's a literally lifestyle change you know because that is technically everything that there is to life right Uh, yeah our money other people and the planet in which we call home because without it we can't have the other two um and so i hope like my biggest wish is for people to use this time and really think about what is most important to them not in just the way they look at other people you know who um you know who is important to them but truly like what makes you happy you know what makes you feel confident yeah you know what is it that you do for yourself that you need to do more of or not enough of and like what is something that you can drop that is toxic to you or that you don't need and so that's also like my whole thing with the goal setting like really distinguishing between those wants and needs like yes we all want what we don't have but what you don't have and are looking for like is there a difference between that want and the need um and you know more than ever i think now we're practicing self-control yes self-discipline and this whole thing like i just always emphasize like the power of you Mm. you know Like, you've taken yourself this far. You did that. You know, you've come all this way. People are strong. And so I hope, you know, as much as we feel helpless now, we should also feel empowered to some degree. Because, like, while we can't go back to our old ways, you know, this quote-unquote new normal like that's huge you know that's adapting that's accepting change and doing it and you know I know not everyone wears face masks I know like that some people just take this 
a little bit more seriously than others and not like I'm not asking for like uniformity here but right right it's again like a personal journey you know however you choose to handle it go for it but that realization of what's actually good for the world is also good for me is is huge yeah you know even with nature right like the air quality that is like improving obviously it's better for you too right so there is this like mutual you know benefit between us and the world us and other people because we are interconnected you know we are the world if you want to think of it that right. way um Collective which honestly we should think of it that yes. way you know like we are all one yep um we all bleed red yes and that should be enough for someone to realize truly like how connected we are amongst all of our differences like you will find similarities yeah. period keeping up with our relationships is important um but i don't know how do you think of it like do you feel like you're asked um of yourself more to do more things now that you have all this time or you feel that pressure to do more because um you feel like so much has just kind of like your calendar has almost yeah. like cleared up you know like like how do you keep up with all these relationships and like maintaining them yeah. and then going after what you want and finally getting to all the little projects you've been meaning to get to or the books like it could be really overwhelming it is yeah i think initially initially i did i started to feel crummy because I wasn't I felt like I wasn't doing enough you know like time has opened up for all of us time has opened up for me so I was like oh well I should be using this time to be proactive and working on you know x y and z projects and making sure that I'm still you know trying to keep up with my acting and reading scripts and like (laughs) and then and again I compare and despair using social media i was like oh gosh those people are doing those things like how how am i going to keep up with that eventually i naya honestly came to a point where i was like it's okay to not be okay i do not have to be like everyone else i am going to slow down and i am going to do pick up the things and take interest and spend time which is energy spend energy and time doing the things that i want to do which to me, I've picked up a new instrument called the kalimba, which I saw like a little Korean girl. This is amazing. <laughs> I got I have to order this instrument. So I went on Amazon, ordered it, um, and I've learned how to play a few songs. But um, because I wanted to do it, and like you know, whatever I've I've spent some time doing some accents and some dialects, just because I have the time and because I wanted to do it. You know, wow. I. I think for me, it's like, I tried not to, I tried used to do this, approach things using the word should, I should do this, Mm -hmm. I should do this, Um, 
it's more so like I want is what I need to what I what I try to do now is like, do I want to do that? Okay, if I do, then yes, I'll do it. If I'm saying like I should be doing X, Y, and Z, it's a red flag for me now. I'm like, uh, no, that means that I feel like I have to, which you know, for me is not productive. It doesn't end up feeding my soul. Like I need things that feed my well and feed because then that is makes me a happier person and then that's when I can give to others and output more to the relationships in my life is when I'm happy. So you got to, again, you got to take care of yourself. It's the self-care things I started right. because now I'm, you, you got to make sure you're, you're 100%. Yes. Yep. Yep. You got to make sure you're a hundred percent. You have to feed your well, meaning like your, your pit and mm-hmm. your heart. And then you were able to put out and give that to others. Cause if you're running dry, in any relationship, like with yourself, in any relationship, you're not going to be able to, you know, put out if you don't have anything to come in from your heart. So, yeah, sure. you give to yourself first. I mean, also, though, to make a point, like, I think the goal in life should, for everyone, should just be like, working towards feeling whole you know that fullness I think everyone strives for that um yeah and I think it's important to still continue to do so with everything going on um because sometimes people excuse me like they feel whole and full by doing things and a lot of those things they may not be able to do anymore you know travel right other people Right. right and so I think really like this moment in time is teaching us how to feel whole and full in our lives with ourselves right like nothing else just us and learning how to deal with that and I think truly like if everyone does come to that point like everything else will improve even with your relationships, I always say relationships with other people, whether they're romantic or not, if you're not 100%, you can't expect to give them your 100%. Yes. And you also can't expect for the other person to fulfill that void for you to be that 100%. Totally. Totally. You know, because people change, yep. you know, they can come yep. and go. And that moment of that person stepping out of your life, you know, like a lot of the pain that comes from it is because really like people feel like a part of them had been ripped out, you know, when they fall out of a relationship, there's a lot of upset because you had invested so much of your personal happiness in that other person. And I think people will be able to heal more and forgive themselves more rather than asking them, what did I do wrong? Why wasn't I enough? You know, what could I have done more? Like, what what didn't I do? Yeah. Um, and be able to just, like, almost give themselves the credit of, like, you truly gave them, you know, more than what you needed to give because you gave them a part of you yeah. you know but what hurts the most is that you gave them a part of you when you weren't a hundred percent you know you were looking for your other yes. half 
you were just that that 50 percent yes when truly you should have been that 100 percent and given away all the excess amount right. of love the excess amount of time and attention when you were in the right place in the right time to be in a relationship to right. give that person so that you know god forbid if they were to ever go away it's like that guilt isn't attached to you because you're still right there, right you're still right whole. and you can live with the idea that you can be strong enough to be on your own for yeah and to go along with that metaphor that you just used of if you're if you yourself are at 50% and you're giving that to 50% to a different relationship and that relationship gets taken away, then you mm-hmm. find yourself at nothing. And that's why you feel so crummy. So I agree. I think it's yeah. the important thing is to make sure that you are making sure that you yourself, you're at a hundred percent you're taking care of yourself because then the things that you give away to other people in other relationships, it's you have more to give, you have more honest things to give. And it's just like, and then by the time, you know, if those relationships have evolved and become something more or they do drop out, you also you're left still with 100% for yourself. Everyone fills their well and takes care of themselves differently. Self-care looks different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but I think we both recognize that it's it's the most important thing it's amazing like yeah and it's so hard to learn it's you know because we are not conditioned initially we don't come into this world knowing like okay self-care self-care i think you almost have to learn it i think it's weird like i think if you find that stillness there's an innate sense of you that knows that like you have to be you have to take care of you but also we are so clouded by the world and we're so distracted that we have to learn how to do that and then once we we see how to do it we're like oh i guess i've always enjoyed those things i guess that means you know that's actually taking care of myself is pursuing those small little things that i actually enjoy and it i don't know it's cool i think that's like it's it's purposeful like i think there's a reason why self-care is something you have to learn yeah you know because everyone's different if it was a one-size-fits-all solution then everyone would probably try to sell it honestly yeah yeah really but everyone needs something different and we're you know as much as i would like to say we're very similar and all the same and connected we're still individuals and you have to like take pride in that almost you know like that's what makes you you and that's what makes you unique and that's why you're all the more special you know that's so true that's so true yeah i would like to think like that because of our differences too is why conversations like this and like learning from other people are so Mm. important um but yeah yeah oh i just man i, I do too people. i do too I love, like I, I sometimes just really do sit and think like wow i love people whether i know them or not you know <laughs> just the idea of like the world as you know grim and evil and dark of a place it could be there's like you said always going to be that dualism like it's such a beautiful place it's such a beautiful time. place even though it's such a sad place it's like they're yeah finding the beauty and there's so like you can find the beauty in everything 
It's such a beautiful place. You can. People are just and busy. to learn how to do that is Oh my gosh. So hard. I was going to say, it's a gift and for some I, people to do it. It's so hard yeah. to do. I mean, I definitely don't know how to do it. You know, like you said, right? Like, you almost feel bad about the stuff you're doing because other yeah. people have it yeah. worse, right? And and so then you just yep. kind of stop yep. and you're like, all right, like, I'm totally just not going to give myself the credit for that because it really wasn't that right. hard for me, but other right. people have it harder. And and now, like, whatever I'm doing right now, in comparison to whatever other people are going through, really ain't all that bad or, like, totally. ain't all that impressive, totally. right? And so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which then goes back it's, to gratitude for me of like it really puts things into perspective sure. and there's a power in recognizing like I don't, I don't know, man, like all of that, like everything that you have, but also I don't know. I feel like every I feel like everything goes mm-hmm. full circle, you know, especially and and, and in this it conversation does. that I'm having with you, everything kind of goes full circle, but um it does did you have you listened to Brene Brown at all she has a pod no, oh my gosh I gotta send I you this it. podcast it's amazing she has a podcast do you know who Brene Brown is she's okay no, I'm don't. gonna I'm gonna send you a book and I'll I'll hook you on to her but she's a sociologist and she she has a special on Netflix which you need to watch but um her whole thing is being brave and being vulnerable with other people unlocks that's like the beautiful thing about this world and then unlocks things about all of us. And she has a podcast called unlocking us and she has guests on, she has some celebrity guests because she in fact has reached a certain status in her life um, that she has the ability to do that, which is amazing. Um, And she basically just talks to people about what makes them tick. You would love it. Naya. I gotta, I'll send you one of her books and then just listen to her podcast, dude. It'll like inspire you. It will just, I think, honestly, after hearing so many interviews, it makes me realize people are people and we are all the same. Like, hearing from celebrities, hearing from her, like, family, hearing from psychologists, sociologists, hearing from, like, historians, like, we are are all going through a human experience as like spiritual beings and it's all the same even though we all feel different you know it's weird it's like that duality thing what i was talking about earlier but i don't know yeah no i love that and um while we're on it i know you have some really good Uh, book recommendations please shout those out so um oh man and again i gotta send have have you read any of these if not i'll i'll like i need to put together like a little gift basket for you just as a little quarantine no oh my gosh you don't need to do that i'll just okay and i'll order it because i have a cart going um yeah so you're you're gonna want to and then i also kind of want to touch on the instagram but yeah you're gonna want to so um the first book that i recommend which you're gonna want is um gabrielle bernstein she um wrote the universe has your back and it takes a if you're religious this the reason that i like this book is if you're religious you can read it and fully believe in it wholeheartedly if you're not religious and you're spiritual you just as much 100 believe in this wholeheartedly um if you aren't spiritual or religious you can still read it and 
I think it'll challenge your perspective and change your mind a little bit. But basically, it talks about how we're all on this earth for a purpose. And kind of like you said, you don't even need to come up with what that purpose is. Like, the universe has your back. It's amazing. Everything's okay. Everything works out. Um, Glennon Doyle, I don't know if you know her, but... Um, She just came out with Untamed, which will give you, like, if you're looking to be inspired, read the book. It it makes you realize that your imperfections and how different you are than everyone else is actually a gift. So, like, you know, we are, as a child, you think of, like, well, I'm different in these ways, and you kind of feel bad about it. But if you read this book, you'll realize, like, those are the things that make us special, like you were just saying, um, that make us special and we're all connected. It's freaking phenomenal. Um, and then the last one is Jen Sincero's. I actually have it right here with me. You are a badass, which I have picked up um, and started to read um, anytime that I'm kind of feeling down. Um, and it literally just makes you feel like a badass. It's amazing. Um, all of these are kind of spiritually, you know, not necessarily religious, but kind of spiritually inclined, which um, I've kind of gravitated towards. And it's, it's really helped me a lot. And then, of course, you already mentioned this, but on Instagram, the holistic psychologist, dude, mind blown. Um, Such a great great page. You got to follow it. So it's the.holistic.psychologist. It's um, Nicole LaPera. She's just, I mean, I don't know, Naya. I think she's, I've, I've, she's a psychologist, but she takes an approach on talking about trauma in ways that a lot of pages and a lot of people don't. And she makes such short little lists on her posts that are easy to read and they're quick and they're fast. That's why I like scrolling through her stuff because it offers such amazing perspective about how relationships and trauma and how if they're not dealt with and healed, they can show up in your future relationships in traumatic ways. Um, She's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I can't even speak highly enough about her. She's, she's phenomenal. And that's the thing is like, whether it's talking to somebody, listening to a podcast, like blogging, Mm -hmm. YouTubing, like vlogging, reading a book, like that's exactly what I'm trying to get at is like, just like hearing what other people have to say and truly like getting into the minds of other people is so awesome. Yeah. And we all do it differently and that's okay. Yeah, but these are all of them, like, even through that Instagram, the holistic psychologist, like, just sharing. There is so much to gain from other people. Like, other, like, so, like, everyone truly has something to give. And it's so worthwhile if you just gave them a chance or gave the book a chance, gave the book a chance. Yeah, and I, there's something to be said Um, about even, like you said, just giving it a chance just why not scroll through why not go take a look if it's not for you totally okay just don't look at it again um you know and i think having that curiosity and finding that curiosity and following it there's something powerful there because you never know what door is going to be opened up and you never know what new perspective you'll be given or new thoughts you'll have or new experiences you'll gain by just following your curiosity you know Truly. I mean, they do also say, though, you know, curiosity Uh, kills the cat. (laughs) Well, you might that meaning you may find some things that you didn't want to, 
you know, you may learn some things about mm-hmm. yourself that you're like, oh, shoot, I wish I didn't have to think about that. But maybe it's a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's all about taking yep. risks, too. Um, you just have to be willing to take those risks because really, if you don't challenge yourself outside of yeah. your comfort zone, then you're not yeah. changing at all. And if you're not happy with where you are now, it's not anyone else's fault. And really, it may not really be your fault either, but what you're doing is not going to be helping you whatsoever. Right. So I think, wow, this was such a loaded conversation. It really was, but I feel like (laughs) I'm going to have a blast listening back. I was going to say, good luck editing this. I feel like we were. It, it's, no, it's, I know. It's going to be so hard. It's filled with a lot of good gold but, nuggets of like wisdom and knowledge and just amazing like tingly feelings. But also it's going to be such a pain in the butt trying to like narrow it down. I know, but it's okay. I'm I'm here for it because, you know, there are probably parts of this conversation right now yeah. that I don't even remember, you know. Um, but it will be yeah. good to just like hear and yeah. listen back on it but oh my gosh well it was yeah, such a pleasure for having me, talking Naya. to you and <laughs> having you yeah no of course i may have to yes. invite you back my gosh we you have know, to do I a love part talking two. to you and having <laughs> conversations like this so anytime that you want just hit me up and i love hearing, I love hearing from you yes amazing oh my I goodness love I, love I love you so much um but yeah i guess okay. we will end it here um and obviously, you know, if something comes up, yeah, you can always you, reach side out to note, me, if you feel like in editing this, you're like, oh, shoot, I see something in the notes that like we didn't talk about or like we, we really want to hit. Feel free to shoot me a text and I can literally hop on a call and we can just talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or honestly, I can save it for like, yeah, oh, that's time. a great idea, too. You know, I'm not opposed to that, like having that's you a great back. Idea too. I mean. This could just be like yes. a million heart oh podcast and we'll do this love, every this week. Me, I feel so good right now too. I'm like, man, I could like go into this weekend just with, I don't know. I feel centered, you know, I feel like I'm like my yeah. feet, I feel grounded and rooted and centered and it just, it feels good. So thank you. It's been a gift to me to be able to talk to you again. I feel like we're sitting at the front desk of the gym. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. That's also why I know I'm me too. That to was work. one of my only reasons for going. Just <laughs> I mean, like I would look at the schedule and I'd be like, oh my god. Oh, that would be that be would instantly day. like if I was like, oh shoot, I work. If I saw that you were there, I'd be like, oh okay, never mind, we're good. Like, <laughs> um, I love that, you know, and I, I love, love you, you so and I always will. Oh, you have a special same. place in my heart. But. Alrighty, hard. Okay, I will let you go. All right, go. well, I love you. If you need anything, you know and... that you can always ask me or talk to me. And for real though, shoot me your address, text me your address. I know you're going to say no, but give me your address so that I can send you one of those books. Just do it. Come on. Okay, but then in return, you have to send me something like your address or like a whatever you use. Like I'll give you. I'll give you PO an address box or something. Okay, and then Are you send me send me cookies. Like we'll do. <laughs> Yeah, like we'll do like a swap and I'll send you cookies like oh my god, that'd be great something for you and like fresh. 
and then I'll expedite it like one or two days so it's still <laughs> fresh. And then we could even oh, be we pen pals. Oh, we write to each other. Like... That would be cute. <laughs> yeah. I'll oh buy my god, that's adorable. Cards. Pen pals, I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay, heart. Well, ta-ta, ta-ta for now. This is so great. I Thank know. you so much. <laughs> okay, I love you and I'll talk to you later.